This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Yo, it's Friday. We're at the Q&A podcast. <laughs> Pastor Michael here with you, Pastor Tim. Hope you're having a wonderful day today in your drive or your walk, whatever this is. And today we have a great question for you. I'm sorry, I just kind of lost my mind there for a minute. But the question starts off like this. In Islam, every good Muslim must make a trip to Mecca. Do you think every Christian should make a trip to the Holy Land? So, Pastor Tim, um, I say we we just debate just this. talk about this. Yeah, you and me completely disagree. I'm not um, sure we do. I, I'm kidding. I just, yeah, again, I'm just lying today. That's all <laughs> I'm doing. <laughs> oh goodness! But Can you tell we're caffeinated? They, exactly. We're all jacked up on yep. coffee today. So, Tim, uh, I'm a Christian. Do I need to make it to the Holy Land? Do I need to? Must I go like a good Muslim and? So for our listeners who don't understand Islam, it is one of their pillar uh, practices that they take, they must take in their lifetime a trip to Mecca. They must do this. If they are a good Muslim, this is not an option. This is a requirement. So the question is, do we have the same requirements for Christians? Yeah. The obvious answer is no. No No one is required to do that. So there's three questions. Is it required? Um, is it preferable? And what do I do if I can't? Mm-hmm. Or you could even say, is it beneficial? Yeah. So is it beneficial? Have you been? I have never been. Me I either. Have, I have need to go. to go. It's so much money. You know, nowadays though, because of the way in which they package these things, yeah. it has become very economical. It is, you know, it's not much more than a typical vacation. Now, we know that there are some uh, issues that are going on that are not real safe in Israel. Haley, right now, our communications director, yeah, she is in there. Israel right now. And I've got some friends that have that are pastoring churches in Bethlehem and in Jerusalem. So I'm excited that someday I hope to go and slap them on the back and say, hey, look who look yeah. who's here. You know, I would love to do that. I think there is a huge benefit of going especially if you go with a reputable company or someone who actually knows the terrain and can kind of give you the historical and biblical perspective of these different places. I think there's also, from what I've I've done a lot of research on this, there are some uh, companies that when you go, it is tourist. I mean, that's all it is. It is all about the money. It's all about tourism. It's all about what fills somebody's pockets with money. That I'm not interested in going. I'm really wanting to go with someone who can really give me the biblical insights of places and what I'm seeing. So like if this was before the age of airplanes and transportation, which is the vast majority of human history. Correct. This would not even be a question. I mean, it's not possible for many people. Many people don't even leave the city and town they grew up in Mm -hmm. really until the era of transportation. Now it's, you know, four to $5,000 a ticket for a to go with an agency that can give you a good theological tour. And that mm-hmm. covers your lodging, your food, and all right, that kind of stuff. About $4,000 right. for most people. $4,000 is an incredible amount of money for anybody who is not middle to upper class. Right. And the reality of not working, of not getting paid, and then spending that money on top of that for right. those who can't take vacation days or whose PTO is contingent. They, they don't have any. It's just you get paid for right. what you do and you don't, you know. 
so like, I, I think if, if I'm talking to the vast majority of America, I'm looking at them and saying, I know you don't have money to do this. I also know you don't have schedule to do that. I also know many of you have kids, you have demands. It's just sure. not going to be a realistic thing. Would it be beneficial if you could go? It would change your life. That's what everybody who's ever it, gone has said. It has too. changed my life. Um, do I want to go? Yeah. Uh, can I afford it right now? No. Do I even have schedule in my I probably life to take a week off and go over to Israel? Yeah, sometimes I could probably yeah. find it, to be honest. <laughs> I think I could pull that one out, you know? Put the bill for it, you would find the time? I'd find a way, yeah. <laughs> I think I could make that happen. But the reality is, if you can, do it. Yes. If you can't, you're fine. We've talked a lot about a digital world that we live in. The beauty of living in the day and time that we live today today is that there are DVDs, there are videos online. You can visit some of these places digitally, even though you're not there physically, you can see what's going on. You may not be able to smell the smells and, you know, taste the dust in, in your mouth, but is that really required? I don't think so. I, I think there is a benefit of actually seeing those places with our own eyes because what we all do, uh, we read a biblical text, we read about a biblical place, we have an imagination of what we think it's like, but in reality, it may be quite different than that. Well, I think uh, it's a great question, and uh, thankfully, salvation is not dependent on this. Yeah, and if you're a Muslim, your salvation is dependent on your obedience to the pillars and good works. Yeah. Let's just be straight. I'm really glad I'm a Christian, and I'm really glad salvation is by grace through faith. So, um, Tim, let's come back next Monday, and let's answer the following question. It's a heavy one. Oh, this is. What does God think about verbal and physical abuse in a marriage. Listeners, thanks for joining us. We'll see you on Monday.